0: And Jesus says to the man, if you can, everything is possible to one who has faith. Good morning, Christian America. This is a passage from Mark 9 that we're going to discuss today, that we're going to delve into as we continue our journey through the gospel of Mark. We're going to start in chapter 9, verse uh, 14, where Jesus heals the demonic boy. And what scripture explains to us and shows to us today, the power of Jesus, but also the power of those who have faith, not my words, but Jesus's words. You can hear them. We'll read them to you so that you can understand and learn and grow in your faith as well. So let's get right into scripture this Monday. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort. If you like what we're trying to do here, if you support... The spreading of the gospel. If you support the idea of revitalizing the Christian faith across our nation, we ask that you share this video. We ask that you speak to your friends. We ask that you delve into scripture. We don't ask for donations. We ask for your participation in the kingdom of God. We ask for your participation in the church. We ask for your participation by spreading the good news to one another to make your own lives more spiritual, more Christocentric, more Christ focused so that then you can make the lives of those around you those closest to you uh more christocentric and just overall better so if you support that we ask that you share this video that you speak with your friends that you follow us like us share us on all those social media platforms you subscribe to the good morning christian america youtube channel or the rumble channel we're on all the social media platforms facebook instagram twitter uh parlor and so with that we want to get right into scripture today because this is a long passage and if you follow this podcast we try to bring to you three things a little inspiration education and information on the things that matter most and the things that matter most in our lives are is the word of god the work of god in our lives the word of god uh how it lays out the path for our lives and how we should be living with intentionality each and every day and we do that by bringing you the scripture unadulterated, uh, verbatim. We're going to read it to you. I'm going to show it to you. We, we we continue down this journey every Monday and every Friday through the New Testament uh, to give you the context in which scripture brings you these things. Uh, it's important that we understand that a scripture is the word of God. It's the revelation of God in all, in all its glory from uh, Genesis to Revelation. Um, it explains how God created the earth, how he made us in his image, how he wants us to behave and believe and act amongst ourselves, that we are that we are to believe in him first and foremost, that we are to give glory to him, that we are to love God with all our heart, mind, soul, and our strength. But then we are also to love one another as we love ourselves because we are all created in the image of God. And so we have a lot of platitudes that the world throws at us, that the secular world uh, has encompassed of equality, for instance, but they, they lack the understanding of the foundation of where equality comes from. Equality comes from being one family in Christ that we are all made in God's image, which brings equality uh, to even be a thing. Um, And so, again, you can't understand these ideas without understanding Scripture. So we're bringing to you Scripture today. So I'd ask that you turn your Bibles to the Gospel of Mark. We're going to start on chapter 9, and we're going to start on verse 14. Verse 14 starts off, it says, When they came to the disciples, they saw a large crowd, around them and the scribes arguing with them immediately on seeing him him being jesus the whole crowd was utterly amazed they ran up to him and greeted him he asked them what are you arguing about with them someone from the crowd answered him teacher i have brought to you my son possessed by a a mute spirit wherever it seizes him, it throws him down, he foams at the mouth, grinds his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive it out, but they were unable to do so. He said to them in reply, Oh, faithless generation, how long will I be with you? How long will I endure you? Bring him to me. They brought him, uh, they brought the boy to him, and when he saw him, the spirit immediately threw the boy into convulsions. As he fell to the ground, he began to roll around and foam at the mouth. Then he questioned his father, how long has this been happening to him? He replied. Since childhood, as it often, uh, at his, it has often thrown him into a fire and into water to kill him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, If you can, everything is possible to one who has faith. When the boy's father cried out, I do believe. Help my unbelief. Jesus, on seeing the crowd rapidly gather, rebuked the unclean spirit and said to him, Mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again, shouting and and throwing the boy into convulsions it came out he be he became like a corpse which caused many to say that he is dead but jesus took him by the hand raised him up and stood up uh raised him and he stood up he entered the house or when he entered the house his disciples asked him in private why could we not drive it out and he said to them this kind can only come out through prayer a lot of things going on in this passage and we appreciate your attention we appreciate your time to look over it, and we we, we hope that you're, you're able to look at some of these passages of scripture um, and and think about your own lives there's going to be portions of scripture that stick out to different people because you're we're all at different uh, aspects in different places in our lives and in our spiritual lives, we have different things that we're going through. So various portions of various scriptures will uh, will, will stick out at us separately. I want to bring to you uh, talk briefly just about the ideas of these spirits, right? The idea of being unclean, the idea of uh, we, we've we've all known people that we that that seem possessed by something else, right? They don't know how to. Act. They, 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 they're, they speak out when they shouldn't. They're uh, rude. They're, uh, e- many people are rude and we can be rude, but we we've all interacted with some of those people that are, it seem uh, above and beyond what is normally considered inconsiderate, Right. And you think to yourself, who raised those, those people, my friends, those people in, in, in this, uh, context of scripture, those people are hurting they're suffering they they are possessed with something that is not good we when we enter when we encounter those people we feel that in us we may not uh want to attribute it to satan or attribute it to evil spirits but that's exactly what it is and 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 left out of control or left unattended to these spirits can overtake individuals and it become and they become to to control their lives we've seen people when when we say that um they're spiraling out of control how many celebrities or famous people that that have spiraled out of control and then what happens they um, they turn to uh, alcoholism. They turn to drug abuse. They turn to uh, wherever they turn to to cope as a coping mechanism. And what it, what happens is it further deteriorates them up into the point where they're mentally exhausted. Um, they have mental problems. They go through emotional problems. Friends, this is uh, the beginning of all of these things. It's a spiritual problem. When when we are infected with evil spirits or we don't uh, have the, the or seek the spirit of God, the spirit of life, the spirit of love in our lives and we turn towards other things, we, we, we are inhabited by things that are not of God, things that are of this world. And when we enter that space, we become like this young boy who gets thrown into the fire How many times does someone who's lost or someone who's going through mental, psychological, emotional problems say, I'm going through the fire, or I feel like I'm drowning. This boy is is describing, or this father is describing this boy's uh, spirits as literally throwing him into the fire or throwing him into the water, trying to kill him. Doesn't that seem similar to the things that we've heard or that we continue to hear from people that are going through struggles, not turning to Christ, not focused on God and, and, and His plan for us, but in, in instead seek the secular world, seek the trappings of the flesh, seek the trappings of uh, of a secular life, the riches, the the cars, the the friends, the prestige, the job titles. Don't we don't we hear something very similar to them? When when everything comes crashing down, nobody nobody says it w- while it's happening, but after the effects have taken place, after we've witnessed uh, that person being thrown around and grinding teeth and foaming at the mouth and uh, trying to kill themselves, we, we would call that. Um, in the past, they would tend to call that they're acting out, uh, a, a seeking attention. No, what they're seeking is God that's what they should be seeking because he's the only one who can solve their problems he's the only one who can make the crooked paths straight he's the only one that can that can actually heal them where they are hurting and that's spiritually i firmly believe that and this is this is now it's me speaking i firmly believe that the manifestation of a spiritual problem a spiritual emptiness is the result of emotional problems, uh, psychological problems, behavioral problems, uh, uh, through addiction, through alcoholism, through uh, promiscuity promiscuity and and, and sexual immorality. All these things that lead you away from God, it it starts because you you don't seek Him. There's a hole in your spiritual life and you try to fill it with all these other things and all these other things rather than help you and rather than make you healthy, rather than make you whole like Jesus would, like Jesus does in this in this example, they turn you away from him and you get sicker and more desperate and up into the point where you feel that you can't take it anymore and you and you seek to exit this earthly life. You seek suicidal ideations and suicide uh, actions and and it's a tragedy. It's something that we see far too often. Where there is hope, as in this passage, there is hope in Jesus because the intervention of Jesus in our life, the intercession of him in our day-to-day interactions, our day-to-day livelihood through prayer, through meditation, through reading of the scripture, Jesus involves himself in our lives during these times. And what does he do? He can drive out these evil spirits. He can calm our anxieties. He can ease our tension because He calls us to lay down our burdens and place them on Him. And that His yoke is light. He heals us as He healed that boy. Sometimes it's rough and it can seem like we're dead inside as it seemed that the young man was dead. But with Jesus, we have life. With Jesus, we can have eternal life. With Jesus, we can also make this life that we live today on this earth better. And when we make the day that we have on this earth better for us spiritually, for us through Christ, we can also make the lives of those around us better. And then Jesus, not only does he say that obviously that he can do this, but how can he do this? Because the father is not totally convinced. I mean, he wants to be convinced. He's 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 pushing forward. He's he's desperate in his attempt to heal his son, as we all would be. But then he said, "You know, teacher, if you can, please help my son." And Jesus, Jesus gives him a, a a small rebuke. If you can, if you can, this is Jesus. He almost takes it as an insult, but it it doesn't insult him enough that he doesn't help. But then he and Jesus follows up that that rebuke with everything is possible to one who has faith. Everything is possible for one who has faith. Think about that saying. Think about what what that should inspire inside of us. Everything is possible to one who has faith. Jesus warns us also in this passage that he won't always be here, but you have to have faith. And if you have faith in him, you can be healed. If you have faith in him, all things are possible. If you have have faith in him, your dreams can be achieved. Your life can be improved. Your faith can be expanded. Your family can be whole your mind and your body and your heart can be cleansed if you have faith in him because he is the healer he is the son of man he is the one who has come to save us from our sins that we believe in him and that we do the good works that he calls us to and only that faith in him would drive us to do the works That he would have planned for us and so hopefully you get something out of this passage hopefully this passage can can lead you to study just a little bit deeper about the goodness and the generosity and the healing and the kindness and the overall love that jesus has for us his children we would in turn that you would in turn provide your own love and kindness and generation to your brothers and your sisters in Christ, to the people that are closest to you, to the strangers that you meet, that we would spread out this love of Christ, that we would uh, that, that we would send it out to the world exponentially and everyone that you meet, that they could recognize the love of Christ in you. They could recognize your faith through your words, through your deeds, and how you interact with people. The example that you could set could change your community. It could change your little neighborhood. But that's just the beginning. Because if enough of us do that, we change the world. And so it's a cliche to say we can change the world, but with the help of Jesus and the love of Christ in small doses and small interactions, we can change something that eventually changes the world. And so, if you like messages like this, we ask that you again that you share uh, the these videos, that you share and 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 comment below if there's something else that sticks out at you in this uh, in this passage. Comment below. Let us know where you know what you think, what you feel, what this passage has put on your heart. Um, and we'd love to hear about it. So, with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Friday, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.